0: Who is this <laughs> who is this why are you in my house that's how i answer get the phone get out of my house who is this who is this and usually like, it's like, like delivery yeah and you're exactly like, oh my oh, god. god the amount of times that we have been sitting on the couch and then gotten a <laughs> mysterious phone call and looked at our phone and then one of the other ones has to be like it's your food it's your delivery and we're like oh yeah
1: the amount of times we just like stare suspiciously at yeah. our own phones even though it's a fucking like 718 number or like yeah. a 212 number
0: i mean do you ever i never pick up Unless I know who it is. Otherwise, I'm just like, leave a voice now.
1: I try try with all my might, like if I am expecting a call from someone to like really have that in mind. And it's like from someone, you know, like it's from the fucking super because he needs to fix some shit in our house or like like, from delivery or like, you know, some random shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Usually
1: if it's like Brooklyn or New York numbers right. I pick up, but that's because my number isn't New York based. That's fair. So the yeah. spam calls are usually.
0: That's true. From
1: PA. Yeah. They're usually yeah. PA based since I'm from outside Philly. And no, that's true. That's true. My phone number when we first got it, we wanted like our group, like all of our family phone numbers to be mm-hmm. like similar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Now I think back to it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, sure. It's so like early it's so early cell phone thinking. Yeah, you know oh what I mean? yeah. It it's like is.
0: that's definitely. Oh yeah. You
1: know, and it's like kind of a little bit my parents like 70s thinking yep. I think where mm-hmm. it's like party line. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um but yeah, so when I get spam calls it's usually from Pennsylvania, from Pennsylvania. numbers. Yeah. So if it's 212 especially yeah everybody fyi new yorkers that's everybody if you get a 212 number pick up it might be a contact tracer that is very true that's a thing that they're trying to get the word out on i've been getting some spotify ads about it word (laughs) but also that's real and like i posted about it on my instagram and um a mutual like friend of ours acquaintance of ours uh reached out and was like thank you i'm a contact tracer and that's really good word um so shout out to katie cady what right. she? She's a contact racer for New cool. York, and That's she awesome. was like, wow. "Yes, please," because I think people are not picking
0: up their phones. Yeah, right. Because they're like, "Who is that?" How <laughs> like, is it?
1: it? They're probably yelling at me about my student loans. Right.
0: <laughs> you know, like
1: mm-hmm. I'm still getting people yelling at me about my student loans. Oh, me too. I don't even have
0: any in my name anymore. No, same. I know. I get people yelling about my student loans. I get people yelling about my auto loans. Oh yeah, my auto mortgage. loans too.
1: My mortgage. I don't have a mortgage. Nope. I don't have a car. Nope. You never had a car. Mm-mm.
0: It's not scary once. when it's like a real person because there's been a couple times I've picked up and they're like hi is this olivia and i'm like maybe <laughs> and then they're like we're calling about your auto loan maybe like, no what you're a real person <laughs> no, you get know? out of here anyway no this yeah is we the- were
1: talking this is a ridiculous
0: people podcast yeah so i'm Liv. we're talking i'm alex you can uh follow us yeah yeah follow us on instagram and facebook Ooh, Facebook. No, that's. the <laughs> I really wanted to say Facebook first, and I was like, no, oh, uh, fucking Twitter. Jesus Christ, Twitter.
1: Um, you can hit me up on MySpace. God and
0: Bandcamp. God, Damn. I had a boomer moment there. Whoa. Instagram and Twitter. I forgot the word Twitter. Um, Instagram at a ridiculous Twitter. pod. What's the point?
1: Yeah, and you can <laughs> follow her at Liviosa L I V I O S A H on Instagram and Twitter.
0: I guess you can. And you
1: can follow <laughs> me. <laughs> At instagram twitter and tiktok at alex shan, oh, yeah, S-H-A-N. Alex on
0: I want to make well yeah I'll, we'll talk offline you want to make a tiktok yes but in space be safe hank okay we'll talk offline i'm embarrassed
1: <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> uh, not as embarrassed as you're gonna be once the tiktok's done and made and out there um yeah that's true <laughs> anyway um yeah we were just talking about how we're both declawed we are declawed for the time being i will say you know we're I, big we're big nail proponents i love, I love we love a big nail. nail we do we love a long nail yeah i love i've i've been oval i've been almond mm-hmm, i've mm-hmm. been coffin right right i never go square because that's what my mom was doing in the early 2000s sure. and so i think it's like majorly right, right. you know because anything your mom does you're like eh,
0: yeah i'm not gonna do that maybe no,
1: no you either like steal it right away or you just are never gonna do exactly and i think that's yeah one of those it's things. i'm never gonna do either. a square nail. i don't think sure because it just reminds me of the early 2000s <laughs> that's fair <laughs> it's too much um but anyway yeah we realized that like we are not able to do our jobs
0: <laughs> it's hard with them on i'm realizing i think i need to like, plan out when i'm gonna do long nails and what I'm not. But my problem is I would normally do it yeah. event based because I'm a Libra but there are no <laughs> events so I'm like there well, are no events. <laughs> you either gotta do it or you don't do I it. Think
1: the, I think the only thing that is gonna allow me to have nails again is if they're not press-ons if they're like well yeah. dip sure. strong fucking nails because then you can use them like your nails without the without as much of a risk of right. them like popping off your finger. Right. I mean they can but with a dip I've never had it. Sure, I've never had it. I break. Mean,
0: here's the thing you can get dip
1: on your regular nail i know but i want them longer
0: no 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 i'm saying um, you can just get dip and do it yeah oh and i'm just, not
1: doing it at my house oh
0: you're not no i don't know how oh mm, maybe i'll learn <laughs> i will say the dip mm-hmm. be so careful because it's so dusty i know i hear it like gets up but i did also it hear Gets that it's all up more in your shit sanitary if you get your own because then it's just you and your dirty fingers in there well that's fair <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm <laughs> Um,
1: but I don't trust like that glitter not to be literally all over the house.
0: That's fair. <laughs> By Probably the time not. we're done doing
1: it, um, or the cat, you know, Aww, look, <laughs> look at him. him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's a little croissant staring at us. Meow! Oh, oh he meowed He's like, what? <laughs> you in the podcast? You know that we're talking about you. Wait, <gasps> can you bring the mic over? Can you get his meow on camera? Let me see on camera. <laughs> oh. Uh, this is not a visual medium.
0: T-t-t-t. It's not long T'challa. enough. T'challa.
1: Come here, baby. You didn't say anything. He's just staring at you wide-eyed. He looks like that emoji T'challa. with two eyeballs T'challa. and the mouth.
0: Now he's silent. He just <laughs> silently,
1: absolutely staring at you. <laughs> so much. Oh, come on, me out for the people no he doesn't care he says no i will not As soon perform the microwave. for you I know. <laughs>
0: he's just like you pay me my fee <laughs> i don't get out of bed for less than two thousand dollars sir sir what do you have to say for yourself <laughs> all right it was worth <laughs> a try okay <laughs>
1: um well but yeah it's real hard to type on a computer with nail with long nails because uh-huh. you realize that you've bent your fingers all the way back and then it like you get like cramps in your finger meat
0: you, you kind of do it's fucked up when i was really wearing them oh now yeah. you make a noise oh
1: now he's all trying to make
0: noises grab him
1: grab him oh no. yeah
0: he'll come back anyway um yeah when i was like really committed to wearing long nails i literally i was telling alex like developed new finger muscles <laughs> like i had sore fingers for yeah. like a week and a half and yeah. i thought it was my nerve issue Mm -hmm. it definitely wasn't it was like when you like first start walking upstairs again and you like get sore legs for like a week yeah it was bizarre yeah it is it is bizarre (laughs) um
1: yeah i like cook a lot for my day job and i also like am a writer for what i want to do with my life Mm -hmm. and um acting is (laughs) canceled for the year so i'm not doing that um and I had long nails, and I was trying to like write my script, which is already like it's a horror script, it's a thriller script. All of the research I'm doing for it is like terrible, <laughs> in like Word. a lot of ways, you know. Fair. And so I was already just kind of like generally upset, and right? I was doing that, and my hand was like cramping up real bad, and I was like, "Is this a curse? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's wrong?" And then I just ripped them all off because I had already like chopped off a corner of my nail with. A big old chef's knife mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because my like spatial awareness for my fingers didn't extend a half inch past the end of my finger where my nail is. Word. Yeah. But that's where it needs to be. Yeah, I don't know. Press on life is hard. Like I thought it was going to be the answer to everything um,
0: in the beginning I mean, I of the pandemic.
1: It, and like it kind of is, but. I think
0: it depends. I really yeah. think it to- it depends on what you do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I will say I think for me it is just a little easier because for my job I can use a stylus, like a oh, that's pen nice. and pad. Yeah, yeah, that's which true. is honestly easier, which I probably should be doing more.
1: But Yeah, you should. You still have to type though. Like it's still very
0: computer based, you know. That's true. It's just not as I don't know. It's not, it's as, not as much as, of an issue. No, yeah. I feel like if you have to do anything, the main majority actually, of your
1: of your work is is the stylus.
0: Exactly. That's good. I feel like if you have to actually, like if you have to write or if you have to like do anything actually with your hands, you know, mm-hmm. then. It's like well, what are you yeah, to it's do hard it? too because
1: you're like washing like we're washing our hands so much, that's and true. that is like the worst thing for pressure. It's true, right? Is, like hot water and soap constantly. Yeah. Like that's how you soak them off. Exactly. Um, right. So that was yeah, that was the other problem for me because I was I'm you know when I'm working in a kitchen I'm constantly of course, you washing have to. my hands. Right. You as know, you as we hope so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't. We I'm, hope so.
1: I'm not just like a fucking palming a chicken breast and then yeah. just like. Throwing it on the and ground. they just, like, <laughs> just walk around the world. Spiking like, it like a football. Fucking touching everything else. Rubbing it on my face. <laughs> Rubbing it on other people. Too <laughs> much, Incredible. Um, wonderful. Good.
0: Um, Anyway,
1: I mean, what I'm like, my terrible horror script sort of leads me into what I've been watching. Word. Because, and, and it's not terrible. Terrible is... I mean, it, it no, it's there are terrible things that good. happen in it because it's spooky. Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully it's not
0: terrible. Yes. Hopefully it's
1: a good <laughs> script. Anyway, um, because I'm like doing, I'm trying to stay in that kind of like thriller mm-hmm. mode, mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of in the research section mm-hmm. as they're in every good, at least I enjoy it, in a lot of good horror movies. Mm-hmm. There's like a research section of That's town true. where they have to like get to the bottom of yes. what's going on. Yes. You know? Of course. Um, So I'm in that section, uh-huh. which is annoying and long to write. Right. <laughs> because then that I have to do the research yeah. for them, you right. know, and then give them the right amount right. of answers, but not too much. Right. Right. And not too like over the top or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I've been watching like kind of spooky-ish stuff, mm-hmm. but ha- that has like a little bit of a research bent. is sure. what I've been kind of realizing that I've been mm-hmm. gravitating towards. So, I watched we watched I mean as a as a family. As a family. <laughs> as an apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Us all we uh-huh. watched the through the entire second season of Unsolved Mysteries. We did watch Unsolved Mysteries. That Mysteries. came out um we watched the first season too. Yeah, but the second season is new. Yeah, um, and it's so good. It's so yeah, it was great.
0: It like I mean they've leveled up a lot from. They really have. I mean the production value alone is really good, much higher. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's but yeah, it it's just, like a doc series almost. That's what it feels like with the, the occasional reenactment, but they're not like yeah that you remember them right. <laughs> um, <God. laughs> they were rough. Yeah. Um,
1: and then I also watch, I mean, there's not, I mean, like, what do we say about Unsolved Mysteries? It's like, it's those mist- Everyone's different. It's pretty it's annoying at the end.
0: <laughs> we were saying, episode. we were saying every time like all three of us at one point would be like halfway through an episode and we'd be like, God damn it, I keep forgetting that this is unsolved. I know. Or <laughs> like, you get to the end and you're like, you're like okay. <laughs> all right, so there's no answer. Yep. Mm-hmm. We solved a couple of them up. though. We, we think we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them was the FBI. One of them was the CIA. <laughs> we're like, well, that one was definitely the FBI. <laughs> the first that, next that, one, we're like, yo, that, that person, one was definitely the CIA. <laughs> that person was definitely like, the FBI though. Right.
1: Put our tinfoil hats on. <laughs> for legal reasons Um, and then one of them was just like oh it's just
0: ptsd (laughs) yeah one of them was trauma
1: straight Um, up i have trauma from watching that episode
0: yo me too Um, i know damn yeah
1: guys if you're gonna go into that tsunami episode don't do it lightly don't do it at night it really brought down the energy of the whole house i don't think we even finished it
0: no we definitely we didn't. just were like oh, i can't do this anymore like that we all just was... kind
1: of realized that we were all like looking away from the tv yeah. like a little
0: bit oh i was <laughs> actively we to dissociating watch. actively i would turn to <laughs> them and be <laughs> like so ladies what is your favorite food anyway um
1: so fucking sad yeah um real. so there was that and then i moved on to finally watching i'll be gone in the dark yeah the HBO doc series based on the book by Michelle McNamara, mm-hmm. um, Patton Oswald's late wife who right. also ran um, True Crime Diary, which right. is a very popular crime blog, mm-hmm. um, which if you haven't read True Crime Diary, like please go do, Words. it's amazing. And her voice is just like really lovely. Mm-hmm. Like true crime writers, it's sometimes hard. Sometimes they're just a little too cold. And it's like weird because I'm like, okay, you're talking about someone's like entire life being Mm -hmm. ended. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can you be a little less cold? And then sometimes it's like, oh my God, they're really milking it and Mm -hmm. really it's kind of gross and it makes Mm -hmm. you feel weird because Mm -hmm. they're really like leaning into the gore and the detail and like the drama of it or whatever and trying to make you feel sad yeah, kind of a thing, which I felt like the unsolved Mysteries episode was bordering on. Oh, definitely. Yeah so what's really great about Michelle McNamara is that like she doesn't do either
0: okay like she
1: really rides the line perfectly and I think her writing um and in what I loved about I'll Be Gone in the Dark and what they called they kept calling it like a genre buster Mm -hmm. in the doc and it's true because I think a lot of people picked it up who really wouldn't have read just any old true crime so she um in her writing yeah Mm -hmm. I just think it's like It involves, like, her voice, too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, she's like, I'm a person. I'm just a fucking lady just like you. And Mm -hmm. this case has really obsessed me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, I'm obsessed with the case. It has, like, taken hold of me Mm -hmm. in a way that, like, I don't know if it's healthy. Like, the Mm -hmm. entire book is just kind of her being like, listen, I'm in really fucking deep. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I feel like I could fucking solve this Word. and so wow. i want to you uh-huh. know and um spoilers but if you want to go into it knowing it's nice to know especially after unsolved yeah. mysteries it's yeah. nice to know going into reading i'll be gone in the dark or watching the hbo doc series that they do catch the golden state killer yeah. the east area rapist also Word. known as the original night stalker mm-hmm. and the Vasalia ransacker Um, it's Joseph James D'Angelo and he's in prison right now and he's already pled guilty um, to many, many heinous crimes. Mm. Um, And it's a really, it ends on a really awesome note with um, a lot of the survivors of his like many different crimes coming Mm. together at like a luncheon to Mm. like talk to each other and be like, hey, yeah, we've all felt a lot of the same things for many, many years and because a lot of what happened happened in the 70s, there's a lot of shame around a lot of it. And mm. like, just like, oh, I've never, ever, ever spoken about this. And like, the only reason I'm even here is because like, my parents are like long dead. They would never mm-hmm. have let me, like my family would have mm. been ashamed that I was coming out and saying that this happened to me, mm. that I was attacked, blah, blah, blah. So it's really, it's really positive in that spin of it, mm. if just kind of being like, This is allowing a space for the survivors Mm -hmm. to take ownership of what happened to them and to let themselves and other people, honestly, their age, as well as younger people, know that, like, it's not your fault that you were brutalized by an absolute maniac Mm -hmm. who, like, (laughs) you know, he was an ex cop, he Mm -hmm. was, um, like, very disturbed as a young person child as well as like a like a college going boy he like showed up with a gun to like his ex fiance's house and he's like we're going to get married right now like what mm. you know what i mean like shit like that where it's like and then he just kind of disappeared and she was like i didn't know what happened to him after that like mm. my dad spoke to him mm. and then he was gone from my life which was great but also like sure. It was also, like, how weird is that? Yeah. In, like, the fucking 70s, you just didn't ask. Yeah, you weren't like, hey, right. Dad, what did you say? Did yeah. you get your gun out? Yeah, for real. <laughs> what? Like, what happened there? What mm. happened on the porch? Like, mm. I, what? You know? Um, but that wasn't something that she even asked. And it sounded, it, I mean, from it seemed how old she was. I don't think that her father is with us anymore. Yeah. So it's, like, not yeah. an answer we can have or whatever. Right. Um. But, yeah, it's just, like, it's a really interesting story also just based on, like, thank God police procedure has become just a slightly bit better. But I do think it is also a searing indictment of the mishandling of information Mm. and, like, the Mm. bravado that was happening all up and down the coast of California in all of these different districts these right. detectives weren't, right. weren't sharing information because they were ashamed of themselves that they hadn't caught him yet. Mm-hmm. And then the other precincts were like, well, fuck you, you couldn't do it. I'm going to catch him. Mm-hmm. And weren't asking for the information on the previous cases. Right. That could right. have definitely helped catch him. Right. You know, it's just shit like that where it just makes you want to like reach back in time and wring sure. someone's neck. Right. Um, And the fact that like the realtors of the area, of like one area huh. were like, literally had uh, an agreement with the police just dis- like the police precinct that they uh-huh. wouldn't publicize break-in cases and rape cases uh-huh. because it would drive down the cost of mm-hmm. the properties mm-hmm. because Ronald Reagan's ranch yeah, yeah. was nearby <laughs> oh well and <laughs> lots of fucking fancy people were buying shit i'm mm-hmm. like what but mm-hmm. they're also interviewing like um a retired a female detective and she was mm. like I'm so mad that this is going on mm-hmm. and so it's like it's nice to finally show like to have those people who were who have been pissed off since the fucking 70s sure. about how this has been handled and it's been haunting them finally get a moment to like look at the camera and be like I didn't want this to happen is this just fucking gross and I think we need to put them on blast a little bit mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. um a lot of it yeah <laughs> and um yeah, I think that it was it was really cool to see some of those people's work get vindicated, especially mm-hmm. the ones that kind of like had to really do work on their own time after they retired, mm-hmm. like just really kept working this case right. in order to get it solved. And like DNA ultimately um, did a lot, mm-hmm. obviously, which mm-hmm. is like really helpful mm-hmm. these days. Of and course. In yeah. general. Um, right. But it was like genealogical mm-hmm. DNA, mm-hmm. which is so interesting mm-hmm. that they literally had to go back and rebuild a family tree
0: right, right in order to catch him wow
1: um and he was like 72 years old oh wow mm-hmm. and they just wheeled him out of his house like fuck you dude nice <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and it's unfortunate it was it was only because they were able to connect the murder cases with all of the like break ins and rape cases mm-hmm. um because the rape cases statute of limitations have run out There should not be, Mm -hmm. in my humble opinion, (laughs) a statute of limitations on that. There just shouldn't be. And um, I think that that is a really great case for it too. Mm -hmm. Um, This whole story of the Golden State Killer and specifically the documentary Mm -hmm. on HBO as well as the book. Uh, Michelle McNamara unfortunately passed away because of some mixing of of pills. Mm -hmm. And they also kind of talk about that too with Mm. like a lot of honesty honestly around like yeah the fact that nobody knew that she was like having issues Mm. they knew that she had issues sleeping Mm -hmm. and but she was trying to she was doing like downers to fall asleep because she was so wrapped up in this case she was Mm. so afraid of someone breaking into her house like it was really troubling her and really haunting her and um addiction runs runs in a lot of families right and addiction ran in her family and so like She was using stuff to like wake up and then using stuff to go down and they weren't, some of them weren't prescribed and there was fentanyl in it. Mm, So like, you know, know that like, if you guys are just trying to like, I don't know, recreational pop pills Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, it's just a zanny. Like no fentanyl is cut, is cutting a lot of these pills because it's cheaper to make and cheaper to get. And you will not be able to tell as a person in the world <laughs> that sure. there's fentanyl in there cause it's odorless right, and right. tasteless. And um, it's what killed Prince mm-hmm. literally right around the same exact time as mm-hmm. as her. It killed Michelle McNamara. She just died in her sleep mm-hmm. right before she was finished with her book. And literally they were doing a press tour for the book. Mm-hmm. Like her her husband, her widower um, Patton Oswald And uh, her two researchers, like, her one researcher and another crime writer that she had a relationship with who finished the book, they literally, right after a book press event, got Mm. called that, like, they got him. Like, he's being brought into custody. Like, she just missed it. And it's so devastating. But at the same time, like she was so right about a lot of things about him, which Mm -hmm. is really cool. And she brought a lot of publicity to the case and to the cases because it was cold. It was cold for a really long time and it was not very famous, even though like Zodiac is so famous. Mm. Like Joseph James D'Angelo had far more victims Mm. um, and operated over like a much larger swath of California and for a long time, he Mm -hmm. was active for a really long time. So that's just to go to say like, be so careful in terms of like recreational (laughs) drug use because it's like, it's cool. It's great. And everything that people are being very pro, like let's legalize weed. Let's like talk about mushrooms. Let's like be a little bit more open-minded about things and stuff like that. And like, I think that millennials more than Gen Z are like more down to just kind of like be experimenting and be taking stuff. Um, Gen Z seems to be like pretty I don't know. They seem pretty sober to me yeah, in a weird way, do. yeah and it's probably. I mean, it's a good fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think like Gen X and Gen and Millennials have like, you know, I yeah. think we've
0: tried to right. teach them or whatever. Well, I will say, I think one of the pros of ma- like mass legalization, yeah. is that it can be regulated. That's and true. We can have
1: that's absolutely no true. And Right, stuff. and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like you know i think we should be having those conversations and we should be talking about regulation and it shouldn't be about like oh regulation is going to make it more expensive it's like no no i mean we should we should I mean, probably but we should take a look at like you know the systems who those systems are going to benefit exactly but we should also really be thinking hard about still these stuff the stuff that you get on the street like yeah yeah you have to be so careful you know especially
0: yeah especially when it comes to harder stuff
1: yeah, like Definitely. really, just as much as you can. <laughs> my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, but what she's mm-hmm. always told me my whole life mm-hmm. is like, stay away from chemicals. Sure, you right. don't know. You're not a fucking chemist, right? Right. You You're gonna sit down and know what's in that white powder in front of you. You have no idea. And I right. was like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, you know, there's something there's something to be said about all of that. And like the fact that she was just like a 40 year old like mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's very easy to get hooked on these things and that's why the sackler fucking family is mm-hmm. being sued by the government mm-hmm. over it and their name is being stripped off of institutions that they've helped support because they literally created the opioid crisis yeah to become wealthy yeah mm-hmm. you know like it's a huge fucking scheme mm-hmm. so don't buy into it like please 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 if you have issues sleeping like there are lots of there are lots of ways mm-hmm. to try to help yourself and like it is so hard and it's hard to struggle through but self medication is not the way mm-hmm. and guess what anybody in your life who like doesn't know about it or whatever if you just go like hey i think i'm a little bit in over my head they're not going to judge you they're going to be like surprised that they didn't pick up on it maybe but it's like you just you, you just need to start there. Like sure. just start telling one person like, hey, I think I'm a little bit in over my head. And that is gonna be, that's gonna open so many doors. Mm-hmm. Um, Dak Shepard, famously um, sober guy, like in the public, like 16 years sober, you know, was a huge face of the sober community. He just recently came out and said that he hardcore relapsed on opiates. And he was like, I didn't think it was the same because it's not Coke and drinking, but I was hiding it. I was like, this is going to be devastating for me, for my family. But if I don't stop, it's going to be even more devastating. Right. Because if you don't stop, it is it's going to be even more devastating to everyone around you rather than you just like owning up to the fact that you just need a little bit of help out of it because everybody needs a little bit of help out of that shit. Yeah. You know, right. Um. And I just thought that was like so powerful that he like came forward and publicly was like, I fucked up my sobriety, <laughs> like, Sure, right. you know? And like, to me, I'm like, I have more respect for the guy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, And we could still have Michelle McNara Mara, like this beautiful, incredible crime writer, seeing Joseph D'Angelo caught, like. For sure. Seeing all her hard work, you know, go amazing places and be able to write on new cases and, and to be able to still have that voice right. with us, you know? Yeah. Um. She was a New York Times bestseller, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just like such a shame that she didn't see it. Yeah. Um. So there is that like heartbreak in I'll Be Gone in the Dark like big time, For sure. you know? Right. But I just, I think it's a really powerful mef- message to be like, you know, all you gotta do is just start with like, I'm not doing so great. Yeah. With X, Y, Z thing, with just one person, right. you know?
0: We need to see it as a, I mean, and I think we increasingly are, I think we are now, um, but we need to see it as a public health crisis. Absolutely. Which it is and always has been, which is admittedly a little bit frustrating for me personally, but, you know, we're getting there. It's good in the long run. Yeah.
1: What do you mean what's frustrating for you personally? That like it hasn't been
0: explained as a public health crisis? No, I just felt like when it was happening black communities in the 80s, it was not a public health crisis, it was a drug problem. Right. (laughs) And now all of a sudden it's sort of like, oh, now it's a public health crisis, which I'm a little bit like. It's still not even there (sighs) though. And that's what's really crazy
1: is Mm -hmm. like, suburban moms are falling victim to it. And Mm -hmm. people are still like, yeah, but that's like a weakness of will. And it's like, no, no, Mm. no, no. This is a public health crisis. Yeah, it was a huge public health crisis in the 80s. And the war on drugs is like hugely problematic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, I think luckily at least the younger people of of this gen and like we're hopefully seeing gen z be pretty sober in that they're looking back and seeing oh yeah. my god Definitely. this was a way for people to control communities right you know yeah, exactly literally with drugs mm-hmm. and literally by criminalizing mm-hmm. something that is physically
0: mentally mm-hmm. emotionally spiritually yeah fucking addictive right and, it's, either, you know, it's either a method of suppression or it's a get-rich scheme. Yes. I mean, and it's <laughs> it is both it is. a lot of times. Yeah. Because
1: the people who want to get rich need to suppress the people that they're fucking suppressing in right. order to continue to get very wealthy because exactly. then they also come out with the cure for it. Right, That's right. the huge issue with the Sacklers, too, is that right. they also got rich on the drug that helps people right. get off of opiates. Right. Mm-hmm. which is just like the highest echelon of like conspiracy theory it goes all the way to the fucking top you know um it's something to be like aware of you know as we're getting a little bit older it's like we're gonna start having aches and pains we already are (laughs) I aches and pains like needing to get this that surgery this that procedure and it's like every time i walk into a place i'm like Is there any other option besides opiates? You know what I mean? And like how quickly can I get off of these things? Right, right. It's also
0: promising. I think that we are seeing more states legalizing marijuana and more importantly, marijuana research. Yes. Because it seems like there's also a lot of untapped potential. Absolutely. Cannabis hemp, all of it. Yeah,
1: for especially for like chronic pain and especially for like yeah Yeah. recovery. Hopefully
0: hopefully now that it's legal in so many states. We can like we can start some that up done. a little bit more. Jesus, Absolutely. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah. Um it's not something to mess with. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah it's just not. Especially and like any sleeping pill, to be completely it's honest, yeah. a lot of sleeping pills are really fucking yeah. crazy. Some of the side effects that they yeah, can have on you, crazy. and mixing anything with them, mm. a lot of times is really fucking dangerous. Definitely, yeah. you know. Um, Like I know that a lot of a lot of the reports about Michelle initially after mm. her death was that like she had some sort of heart condition mm. that fucked it up, and like in this talk they were like, no, that. She, uh-huh. they said that yeah, she did have an unknown kind of heart condition, but it would not have affected right, right. her. Right. If she hadn't been on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was and that's the hard part,
0: you know. So sounds like the argument people are <laughs> spewing where it's like, Well, COVID didn't kill them. Uh-huh. It was their diabetes. Exactly. And, you're like, no, and but. it's like, <laughs> no, but
1: <laughs> if they could have <laughs> lived with their diabetes yeah. through the like through the world, and been fine, right? Then COVID is the thing that yeah. killed them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the whole idea of comorbidities—it's like, right? Yeah, but a lot of people have fucking asthma and they live to right a <laughs> <Yes>, hundred. <laughs> you know, <exactly>. like, shit, <laughs> <laughs> fucking a. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm—I don't know. There was like a lot going on in in the series, and it's still like floating through my head a lot. Um, as was the book. I finished the book, literally the day before they had a press oh, conference wow. announcing We're- that they caught Joseph James oh, wow. So it was like crazy timing yeah. um for me when I was reading the book. So it really hit me hard. Yeah. I mean the case in general, it's gonna like the book, don't read it at night. Sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> don't um I was working a desk job at mm-hmm. the time and I read it mm-hmm. while I was there. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um I don't recommend that sure keep your jobs yeah,
0: um
1: you know <laughs> whatever do what you gotta do i needed it um yeah it was in between
0: tasks it's fine um i love it technically you're getting paid to read it's not like my job was like ending lives or saving them So <laughs> it's, the thing. it's fine it's fine it's your standard fine. desk job yeah read it's cool
1: yeah especially through your lunch break fuck yeah yeah oh you my kidding? god absolutely um but don't read it at night just don't just don't yeah, just don't. yeah. Uh, especially yeah. if you're a woman especially if you're a person sure. especially <laughs> if you sleep at night Right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you have a door that you need to lock please do it yeah um but even that yeah it was just it's because it's crazy right, um it's right. the, the stories are crazy but also it is really nice too to see how much shit has changed from mm. the 70s even though it's like oh my god it feels like nothing has changed there is definitely a lot of stuff that mm. it's like oh the Cops that showed up were like asking me these horrible questions about, like, well, what were you doing earlier that Mm -hmm. night? Right. Were you drinking in your own house? Mm -hmm. Maybe that meant he was going to break it. It's like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Especially since like doing all the research that they did, they were like, he literally chose the house. He didn't choose the people. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. chose the house based on like his weird tactical bullshit that Mm -hmm. he was doing. And he was a fucking psychopath. Like, he was going to do what he was going to do. Of course. You know? Um, yeah so i'm like really glad that these women also now have their own little community mm-hmm. of people to support like so that they can support each other mm-hmm. you know um because they were not supported
0: yeah in the beginning yeah of
1: things definitely sure. not um the fashion a plus great some of this old <laughs> news footage incredible <laughs> i mean truly wonderful there was this woman that was like she was like the only woman on the force at the time who was like Kind of a huge part of like the initial task force for like trying to warn people about the East Area rapist. And there are shots of her and her beehive hair. And I was like, wow, <laughs> she had ice blue eyeshadow. Amazing. And her hair was just a foot off of her head. Work. It was bulbous. It was like round. I can't explain. It was like this. And then wow. it had like starched in, you know, curly cues on either side. And Incredible. I was like, wow, amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What's inside there? Um <laughs> knowledge, apparently. <laughs> um but yeah. It's 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 a really good series and it's a really good book for anybody who um is interested in true crime in like a in a in a way and is also a little bit worried about their own obsession with true crime. Sure. <laughs> that's a really good it's a really good uh really good one. Word, cool. Yeah, so that's the that's that series. nice, nice. I just had been meaning to watch it since I had read the book. Of course, yeah. Um, But also, you know, now I'm like, oh, God, I can kind of only think about that. And I kind of want to start another true crime doc series. And then I'm like, maybe I should just try to, like, watch something else. Maybe I should watch something a little bit more, like, Hmm. chilled, relaxing. Maybe. Maybe some, like, HGTV Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. calm myself back down. Yeah.
0: Don't freak yourself
1: out. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I also found a new podcast that I can maybe talk about in the internet juncture. That also is like the other spooky thing that I've just been kind of like mainlining this week.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. Okay. Over to you, Liv. Oof. This is a little. It's a little tough out in the f- field. It's a little tough to follow. I mean, um. <laughs> hopefully, let's take a right turn.
1: <laughs> like, hopefully, let's take a huge U turn.
0: Well see the problem is I have also <laughs> been I've been watching a lot of horror. Um, okay. Just like just horror. Yeah. It's but always Halloween in about, this house. I could also talk about Spider-Man. I could either talk about my horror show. You could or always talk, talk about, about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You could always talk, about Spider-Man. Always talk about
1: Spider-Man. I can always talk about Spider-Man. let's keep on the horror because Do you keep this, on the horror we train? are you know what we live in a horror mm-hmm. movie right yeah. now. We live in you an, know, an apocalyptic you know what's weird thriller I, nightmare. I feel
0: like <laughs> everyone always tells me because i really like i like ho- like hard horror like just plain old just, you know yeah yeah I, re- I really like it and i feel like sure yeah i watch when i get freaked out by the world yeah i will generally turn to horror yeah and people are always like why are you doing that and at first i, was no, kind I, of get like, it. I don't know <laughs> but now it yeah. makes a lot of sense that was kind of what was know? happening
1: this week for me like Word, it was yeah. partly because of the script i was writing but also right. yeah i was having a fucking hard week and i was like you know who had a harder week Right, <laughs> right. This poor woman who was like, is, who had, the, who had that the right? fucking Golden State killer right? break into her house when she was 15 years old playing piano. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like,
0: fuck sake. Right? I feel like it's a little bit for me. I find that horror, fi- like, helps me to work through some of my own shit. Oh, nice, you know. And I find that it'll be a weird find it way cathartic and escapist. Interesting, kind of. that's interesting. Sometimes, okay. I find being scared to be a little bit therapeutic. Yeah, so, like, yeah. You know.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah, interesting. What do you mean by work through though? I'm interested in that. I just think I I it depends on <clears throat> obviously the th- the what I'm watching and what yeah. I'm gravitating mm-hmm. towards, but I do find that I'm into what well, I think the best horror is about something else. Right. Yeah, totally. So the monster isn't the monster. Like yeah. the zombies in Night of the Living Dead aren't just zombies. Right. It's about it's about fear of the city. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, uh, what totally. else? You know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of like, and I think when you look at a lot of modern horror movies, it's Vampire a lot clearer. It's like fear of, fear
1: of death.
0: Exactly. It's like the, yes. This like
1: fear of death coupled with like fear of seduction. Right. And like the seductive idea of like immortality mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. death. And like yeah. zombies, it's like, yeah, it's another another fear of
0: death sort of thing. Right, right, um, like the masses and all that. And yeah, like,
1: and also just, yeah, being mm-hmm. just one person, being right. overtaken by the masses mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, it plays on a lot of different parts of right. our sociological-
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I really enjoy, I think it's sort of a little bit of that. So when I watch, and I tend on to seek out Horror that will sort of point towards something. You totally, know what I mean? yeah. So, you don't want it to be just like I don't know. What's the what's the word? Mm. Gore porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which like no shade, but it was not my deal. It's not your jam. Um. So I watched. I rewatched. Well, I watched the haunting of Bly Manor first, oh, okay. which was new. I just had ESPN. <laughs> ESPN ESPN sports, sports
1: Um, No I just had ESP Because I was like If she's gonna talk about Haunting of Hill House I really wanna watch that Yes
0: I was gonna Maybe say Maybe I watch that
1: next You
0: should I think Yeah You know what I'll, Okay You know what I'll tell you a little bit about it I won't give anything away Perfect perfect um, It's great So well, I watched, so watched Blind Manor uh-huh. First cause that's new And then I finished it And I was like Well I just wanna watch Hill House again And I sure. watch it In like two three years Whenever mm-hmm. it came out Yeah Um so I went back and like, wow, it's like my. She's got a little hand on her chest. And my little hand on my chest. <laughs> She's like, wow, wow. Um, <laughs> it's like I wish I could like. I think it was Joan who on Halloween was like, "What are you guys' favorite horror movies?" And oh I said yeah, something else. But I was yeah, like- yeah, it was our friend Joan. Shout out Joan. It's a long ass horror movie, and yeah, it's like what, House. maybe not the favorite, but one of them. You know. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know um, it was on your faves. It is, you know, rewatching it. I feel like it was one of those things I watched. It was a that rewatch
1: that that made you yeah thank
0: yeah it was one of those ones when i watched it the first mm. time it was honestly kind of like hereditary where i watched it the first time and i was like cool i'm never gonna watch that again <laughs> and then i did and incredible I, was like, I love it <laughs> you know? yeah, okay all my favorite movies i haven't done that with hereditary yet all my favorite movies except for mad max fury road are movies that i watched the first time and was like nope <laughs> and then watched forced myself for some reason to watch again and i was like great that's kind incredible. of how i felt about horror um Rocky Horror. Yes. But it wasn't, it wasn't that. It wasn't, I'm
1: never going to watch it again. But my mom, my mom brings this up every time I break up. Uh She goes, I looked over at you and I said, Did you like it? And you just went, I don't know. Yes. (laughs) yes. Yeah. You went to bed and woke up the next morning. we are like, Mom, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know, (laughs) I was like 14, I think, (laughs) or something. i was just kind of like,
0: it just like hit me all at once in the head.
1: And I was like, I don't know if this is,
0: I I don't know how I feel. That's completely (laughs) fair. I feel like, did you like it i don't know it's yeah. a totally valid i think it's a hugely to watching a rocky valid answer horror the first time <laughs> yeah. i totally get it you know yeah yeah
1: <gasps> oh my god i just learned something from tiktok oh, that okay. i just have to share because we i just remembered it mm. Riff Raff mm-hmm. from rocky horror so mm-hmm. the like butler with the long stringy hair mm-hmm. he voiced the dad on phineas and ferb oh wow Word. and um wrote all the music Oh wow for Rocky Horror. Oh wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. Anyway, yeah, I heard cuz the Doofen shorts guy or whatever is on yeah. is I don't know Fiddison for that well. I It don't was either. like it was more yeah. my sister's Jen. <laughs> right. But um so like gen z of course um, right tiktok is like I oh my there's God.
0: a platypus yes which I think perry is fun. the platypus yeah and it I turns like out
1: it. <laughs> okay so they they animated him like bright green it turns out okay. that platypi or whatever they're like brown or whatever right, but right. they're actually bioluminescent when they go oh into like the God. deep darks of the water so they glow fucking green so they were right
0: what is a platypus i don't, I don't understand it's scary
1: it's weird to think about they're like, think about what they look like. It's wrong. Know, it's like wrong. They, like, it's like her, a, then it's then like a beaver eggs?
0: fucked a duck. Yeah, it really is. God, ah, he's <laughs> like, and like no. no, no, don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna Google image search. Now. Go
1: ahead. Um, so yeah, those are some Phineas and Ferb facts that I learned about TikTok because the guy, oh, they do glow. The guy who does the voice of Doofenshmirtz on that was also the, a co creator of the show and also creates lots of other animated series, and he's really funny on TikTok. And his like his, ta- his 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 song mixed with tap in was viral on oh, TikTok, right, right. and Jason Derulo like did a dance to it, and then he duetted it, and was like, "Can't believe Jason Derulo is doing a dance to my voice because <laughs> he's just like this weird looking." Okay. Not weird looking, but like
0: you know, and first of all, a guy. There's <laughs> just some white guy. There's a squirrel that glows bright pink under black light. What? Yeah, bright so pink. That's one thing. Uh, I want that squirrel. Isn't that adorable? That's adorable. It's really cute, but it's also weird. Wait, I'm coming over like there. It looks like it has light. It looks like it has a light inside of it. Also, look at its <gasps> eyes. Look at that. That's blue.
1: Why is its ears blue? A squirrel glowing under UV light. In Dr. Martin's backyard. Dr. Martin got high and walked out of <laughs> like, his backyard with a black
0: light. What is happening? I don't know. Um, also, yeah, so it says they, uh, platypuses glow under black light. We have no idea why. Isn't that crazy? So weird. What other secrets Yo, are they hiding? Uh, so many secrets. New York Times. Um, <laughs> what other secrets <laughs> do these blood pie
1: have?
0: God, so weird. It's so funny. Um, but
1: like, oh, that's another thing. Maybe I'll watch when I need to, like, come down off of watching *Haunting of Hill House* because I now I have to watch
0: it. Definitely um, watch it. Oh wait, okay, yeah. So wait, let me tell you about okay. *Blind Manner*. Okay. *Blind Manor was good. *Hill House* was better. I think. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> I would hear counter arguments, but okay, that's <laughs> just my opinion. Like, let the record show. Let the record show. Open to um, appeals. Yeah, subjectively, it was *Hill House* was better. *Blind Manor was very good. It was British.
1: Like, mm. it took place in
0: the UK. Well, you know I'm a slut for that. I think definitely watch it. Sure. I think you'd like it. It's fun. It's I'm going like, to watch Hill House first, though. Watch Hill right? House first. Yes. Yeah, I think that's okay. the right order. Um, The woman. <clears throat> so, <Whoa>. okay. <laughs> the woman. The woman. <laughs> the woman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Um, Incredible. <clears throat> whoa. Um, a piece of flour. i going anywhere. Every time the sun is out, yeah. I wake up sneezing. <laughs> and it what? just goes downhill from there. Ooh. Um... <laughs> what the hell does that mean i don't know i find it consistent though because the past three because i was sneezing so much i literally got a COVID test even though sneezing is not a symptom but i was like oh my god what's going on i think I we think just there's... need
1: to we need to dust in this house
0: that's true but we were also outside oh when biden won we oh went we went outside. we went to a picnic yeah and then i started sneezing nonstop. stop uh and then all of a sudden i was inside pollen. and it was raining and i was fine <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> um here we go incredible um Bly Manor was good so the woman the who plays the lead Victoria Pendretti wow incredible I really liked her in Haunting of Hill House yeah I think if it wasn't for her she was the lead in Bly Manor I think if it wasn't for her I really wouldn't like it. oh but she killed it the kids were also actually really good it's they didn't annoy me they were the little girl especially I was like wow Jeez. Good work. Yes, very good. Spooky. Someone protect her. And also, I know, someone yeah. protect her. She's so small and British. <laughs> okay. um, it's a little good. bit more, Bly Manor is a little bit more like, it's a traditional like haunted house story and it's okay. spooky and fun, you know. And sure, like, sure. It's pretty good. It was also queer, which is cool. Fun. We love it. We love the gays. Um, we love the queers. And like, do they die? Maybe, but guess what? A lot of people die. <laughs> so Okay, fair. It is what it is. <laughs> um, Anyway. If it's like an
1: everybody dies kind of scenario, then it's okay in that's my book if you kill too. the gays, but if yes. you kill the gays and nobody and no else, one else, then I'm coming for yeah. your fucking throat. So many
0: deaths, uh, obviously. <laughs> <So bad. laughs> it's a haunted house. Um, okay, fair. So that's pretty good. Hill House is incredible. Okay. Hill House um, is, reminds me a little bit of your script in <gasps> that it is. How dare they? It pl- <laughs> they made it 1st <laughs> Yo, right. Yeah, yo, the amount of times I've watched something and been like god damn it <laughs> I, can know? I tell you I literally wrote a short
1: story in a class that was mm-hmm. like intro to poetry and short fiction and everyone in the class's first question was like so you love art, Margaret Atwood and at that time I had not read any oh, single one of her yeah. books and I was mm-hmm. like no wait what mm-hmm. and they were like oh this is like just like it and I read a Margaret Atwood and threw my shit out in the trash yes. like, <laughs> oh my god I tried to write a Handmaid's Tale but it had already been written before I was born Question mark. Yo, real, I don't know though. when Handmaid's Tale came out but I was like well well, fuck
0: me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yep. Anyway, um, I was working on a script, uh, and then when Black Klansmen came out, and uh, <laughs> there was a moment where I saw the title and I was like, Wait, fuck. I'm, like wildly Googling. I was like shit, 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 shit. And I'm sh- not being like, okay, but also like, mm, it's Appa- close. <laughs> Apparently that happens
1: a lot yeah. to even like yeah. very <laughs> professional screenwriters. People God. will be like, they'll be getting their scripts op- optioned around the mm-hmm. same time and be like, fuck. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Cause God. they're like,
0: sorry, we already bought a script just like this. they <laughs> are like, what?
1: No, he mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: anyway. Um, <laughs> luckily, he'll ha- it's very different from yours. Okay, but good. But it is similar in that it like plays with time okay in a way that's like really kind of mind fucky yeah <laughs> you know i feel like part of the horror there's one episode oh i think it's episode four or five okay oh, that, that, she says, that like plays with time i in already a way that's know really... like one portion okay
1: of the time fuck okay stuff okay because i was like tell me right now i forget who it was but okay. i like yelled at someone to uh-huh. tell me to make sure that like the it wasn't exactly like my script oh word yeah, and yeah, they yeah. were like oh it's this and i was like oh okay that's different, that's different. it's yeah, different yeah, yeah. than what i'm doing right. but cool right yeah huh. so you might
0: already know it even if you know the twist yeah. i still think it like but you I'd know seen me in it. twists i know i know i assume so much that i get there and i'm <laughs> like that was the opposite thing <laughs> but that's what i'm hoping i think that might happen <laughs> okay, you know? cool. especially if can wait especially if someone <laughs> just told you yeah
1: because no there's context, so much to it no, t- no <laughs> yeah. contact zone is like where i float around yeah
0: and assume crazy things. right right yeah. i love it um it's yeah it's really great victoria pendretti plays nell in the series who's sort of this i love very name. tragic character <laughs> jesus christ but sure oh my god it's such she's a good name she's so good too. she's my favorite i actually so this is kind of a tangent briefly okay. i watched so i watched blind manor rem- yeah. re- remembered how much i loved hill house watched hill house and then realized that victoria pendretti was in um you season two okay you is that season with dan from gossip girl well wow. that i watched and kind of love hated it was kind of great i feel like uh, the only reason that's I, hated what I it is that's what i've heard about all of you yeah it's just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's
1: just like it's like mm.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: yes, it's good. Yes, it's the soap opera yes. yes, I hate it. Yes, I love it. Yes, yes, I'm watching every episode. Exactly, that's what I've heard from literally everyone.
0: Yeah, I love hate it. Wow. Um, I I feel similar to it about like like the way I feel about Gossip Girl. Honestly, okay, this shows like, i mean, It's a little bit better made than Gossip Girl, but like, yeah, I love hate it. You know, I and I count. will watch every single season that they come out with i think also <laughs> part of my issue with you is that i think a lot of people miss the point <laughs> so oh i hate that you know what i mean yeah i feel like i maybe would like it a little more if i didn't join the discourse <laughs> i should have just left it alone <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh I you know see. what i mean it's like when you google it and then, and you then read you're like stupid, no everybody's yeah. being
1: an idiot about yeah. it and you're, like, it could have been fine like, oh, that's honestly <laughs> and like i might get hate for this yeah controversial opinion oh. that's how i felt about three billboards oh word I was like that's fair I was like interesting what a kind of interesting weird movie with an interesting like kind of Mm -hmm. through line some of it's done a little sloppily sure okay you know what I mean and I was just kind of like oh huh, what a weird, interesting, like, indie movie. Mm -hmm. And then everyone was Mm -hmm. like, it's nominated for Oscars. Let's talk about how the fact that everything's wrong with it. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, yeah. But like, I didn't expect it.
0: No, that's not what that movie should have been. No, I think that's also part of the problem with it. It should not have been ever nominated (laughs)
1: for Best Picture. It
0: shouldn't have been nominated for Best Picture.
1: Frances McDormand (laughs) did a great job. She did. She she did a really cool job. She had, it was such a cool character. And I think that's the only reason it got any Attention, really. I think so too, and the, the conceit is really interesting because guess what? He stole it from real life. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like an yeah. actual dad, right? Put up three billboards right. about the disappearance and murder of his daughter and right. how the police department didn't do enough. Right? He believed, right. you
0: know. I think you know what I think that movie suffered from too too much critical acclaim. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> yes, oh, I don't know why the Academy <laughs> felt they needed to <laughs> do shit with it. They it's because left left. he's a high and profile guy. Exactly. For, you know, no, McDonough is
1: a is a well known right. playwright mm-hmm. and. His stuff is not for everyone, no. and it has its problems. Of I course. agree. His eleven Bruce. The, yeah,
0: <laughs> me too. It. I don't care what anyone says, but
1: this it's is because good. we are the type of people who love Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> and true. also can look at how Quentin Tarantino is like problematic and oh my his God, own, yeah. his it's own also, beast uh, of and, and right? his, it's only, all his only his like his only kind of colleague. In yeah. that weird genre yeah. that Tarantino yes. has created and stuff is kind of mcdonough It's true, right? Yeah. And like he does it with like plays, yeah. And it's weird mm-hmm. and it's Irish. Usually, it's yeah. very
0: Irish. It's also that's the other thing. I think. I think. Well, maybe three things then. Okay. Critical acclaim. Everyone. It suffered from that. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. The fucking it should Academy. have been set. Yeah. It should have been set in Ireland or something. And it should have been set in Ireland. Yeah, he should I not have was, made an American movie. but he. Yeah. He's just. It's so not American. Yes. <laughs> Even though it is, it, which is it weird is in
1: some ways, but it's like it's clearly this weird outsider's take exactly. on americana and yes. like the fucked up parts of this country or whatever and it's like i part of me wonders if he was like well i can't write some movie about some weird irish town because they're never gonna make
0: it that's true they're never gonna I fund mean, it yeah, and they put a bunch of american right? actors
1: in it because people don't watch like you know what i mean or whatever because right. it's like americans are so we're so up our own asshole exactly that like right half the time other people come here to make American movies because they're like well that's what I always wanted to do because that's the only kind of movie that gets like blockbuster gets nominated for an Oscar blah 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 well
0: Bong Joon-ho said uh, bitch I know I was gonna (laughs) say which was true (laughs) a local award I loved it the Oscars are a local he won the local
1: Los Angeles award incredible so good um yeah and I just think like I wish that we could have broken that apart a little bit so he didn't
0: have to make it about and i also think i also think though that the redemption of the cop Mm -hmm. here's my thing i've mixed feelings about it because i think that our society in general is a little bit too anti-redemption in certain aspects now i'm not saying
1: they're anti-redemption. Yeah. They don't I feel want like, people to be redeemed anymore.
0: I feel like, yeah, I feel like I there's feel a little like, bit yeah, of a sentiment. Right where, now. I think, yes. Right? Yeah. And, and Which I find a little bit troubling. Mm-hmm. Which is another reason why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying like, y- y'all are gonna turn around and be like, you think Harvey Weinstein needs redemption? Like, that is not no, what I'm saying. No, absolutely not. But <laughs> I am saying that the average person yeah. should be allowed to change their minds. Yes. Right? And, and I, that should be reflected in our storytelling. Exactly. Yeah. I think the more we see people changing their minds maybe we all would be a little bit more open to being like changing our I own mind i fucked up yes and yeah. admitting like yeah. i was wrong yeah which is fun. not i got caught exactly yeah right so anyway i think there's a lot of issues with that and i'm not saying that like in that i think that you know what's redemption really funny story okay, could be really interesting yeah i now, think so i don't know i don't I think, know we're ready no exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly we're not ready for
1: it And it needs to be written by the right person. Yes. And about the right situation. Yep, And yeah, it just needs to be done really well and Mm -hmm. really carefully. And that movie was not done very well or very carefully. Exactly. But I think,
0: well, I think it was also more about Frances McDermott. Of course. And then that was kind of just like thrown in there. Yeah. And then it was like, mm, that wasn't as strong. We should have just left it about her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Well, and
1: (laughs) I don't know. And like, what's really fun too is that of all the people that I've heard who have like the, like the most vehement anger towards this Ooh, movie ab- about go
0: the I'm portrayal so
1: of black Americans yep. are yes. white. people. Yeah. <laughs> That's always how it is. Why are
0: you guys like this? I don't understand.
1: And then I'm like, sitting there being like, I, I know like, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't think he wrote. They're like, yeah, but he didn't,
0: he didn't make it about
1: race and i was like yeah he's a white irishman he got literally <laughs> all of the whole parts about america like pretty much wrong yes, <laughs> like, of course like he most did. of it was just like weird and he's wrong not and said like Doesn't sort of, live like, here like it's literally like <laughs> in missouri i think it takes in missouri, yeah right yeah, it, yeah. three billboards Ebing outside Miz- ebbing missouri or whatever yeah. it's mm-hmm. like he, this Missouri of his, quote unquote, is like literally a like a like a fantasy, yeah, like once removed from reality version of this country right. that well, he is like imagining in his Irish right. brain. Well,
0: and what I saw too was int- was very interesting because you got like the fucking libs sitting here and being like it wasn't enough about race, but then you got small town people being like this is inaccurate, and then it's like well, <laughs> no <It's>,
1: one's happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You guys. know what I mean? And like. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that that movie should have like stayed weird and indie and something that we found online and just watched yes. one weird night and it was like, oh, that was kind of weird and interesting and yes. some of the some of the visuals and like that one performance really kind of stuck with me. Oh, interesting. And I think that because it had such a intense widespread audience and like critical acclaim. I think it suffered. Yes. Yes. because it suffered from critical analysis. I think like so I don't too. think that it was I think some movies don't have to be Able to stand up to that amount of critical analysis. No. Like, there are some that are just bulletproof, like fucking Parasite. Right. And then there are some that just aren't. Right. And also, not every movie has to be about everything. No. I think that's also something that, like, think PC people need to take a second to think about. Yeah,
0: 100%. Yeah, part of me is always like, you do it. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) if Martin McDonough set out to write a movie about race in America, I would throw
0: him. Into no, the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> that would be a bad idea. He shouldn't yeah. do that. And I think he knows that. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I agree. Oh god. You so, know, like
1: there are sometimes <laughs> sometimes there's a, it's a it's a story about fucked up white people. Yeah. And it's just like, look at how fucked they are. Right that can that's can that can be a story also too. i'm also a proponent of I, I
0: think this also goes against popular opinion Ooh. i'm all for this is all about hot takes hot <laughs> takes <laughs> hot take episode i think white people should write more about being white i don't understand the. yeah like, people i'm sorry like, like no we need to no talk about your whiteness that's what needs to happen honestly yeah, talk like, about
1: the problems inside of it yeah yeah
0: i what i don't understand why white people don't want to talk about being white
1: <laughs> yeah well, i mean well
0: i do but you know yeah i mean it's I it's know. it's
1: a part of it and it's like yeah if you're writing about like not that and you're talking about like i don't know being a young person in the city it's yeah. like okay lena dunham like there there are people <laughs> <laughs> that live here and, like, in brooklyn you know what i mean like it's brooklyn like don't okay not everybody's white and jewish like what are you talking about you know what i mean like e- e- that that rubs me the wrong way right. yeah but it's right. like. That's because she's talking about being a young person in like 2010. Right. And it's like, I lived here not that short, like very shortly after I watched the first season of Girls and I was like, wait a
0: minute. (laughs) Sure.
1: (laughs) Hold on a second. (laughs)
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. I'm oftentimes the only white person sitting in my group of friends and like. That's the way the fucking cookie crumbles in the city. Like, there are just a million people with a million different perspectives and a million different, like, backgrounds. Right. Coming together and hanging out. And it's like, and if you are hanging out with only people who look exactly like you, then wh- that's weird. Right. Yeah.
0: I will say I think you're a little weird. Okay. But <laughs> that being said. I'm weird. <laughs> she goes, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, obviously, i think in a, a good way. Do you know what I mean? I think, like, no. Yeah, I know. What? Do you remember that TikTok you sent me? That's just two guys twice. <laughs> that's just two guys. Just, like twice. four white guys. Two of them were <laughs> tall and two of them were short, and all of them looked the same. It was so weird. <laughs> and it was somebody from their car just, like taping him. just like, "Damn, that's just two guys twice." <laughs> it really was. That's how I feel a lot of times. In- well, not now because obviously no one's going outside. But well, like. No. You know, you'd go out to bars and just see a group of people and be like, "That's two chicks twice." Yeah, <laughs> one's blonde, one's brunette, and then someone duped them. <laughs> so I pressed Command D and like, there, <laughs> <laughs> dress them in something different. God, like, whoa, it's <laughs> <That's> terrifying. <laughs> so weird. Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, so that's my hot take on on all of that. Hot takes, hot takes, hot takes, hot takes. And we were talking about Hill House, <laughs> The Haunting of Hill House. Whoop.
0: Um, Alex, it's really yeah. good. I okay. think you like it. It's is. I think people say it's But does sad. it tackle race? <laughs> not at all. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. I would be so upset if the Haunting I mean? of Hill you know what I Like, it's that, it's that
1: thing. It's like, that thing where it's, it's like, true. it's not about that.
0: It's true. We're well, not I will say.
1: talking about it. But also like, yeah, what about like, you know, a black female director for Haunting of Hill House? Incredible. Even though it's not tackling race. Yes. It's like, I think we should be talking more about that shit. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm. Let's, of people like, of color we do just do like stuff and like stuff have jobs. Yeah, hundred percent. Doesn't have to be about like it doesn't have to be about social. that Yeah, I mean, remember Brandy Cinderella? Hell yeah! That tackled race without tackling race. Her dad was white. It Her was mom beautiful. was black. Her brother was Asian, right? No, he, the prince was Asian. Oh, the, the prince was
1: Asian. The 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 king was um the creepy guy from Legally Blonde, right? right. The the Me Too professor from Legally yes. Blonde. Yes. So sorry, I don't know his name. He's a great actor. um yeah, And then yeah. the queen was Whoopi Goldberg, right? And then the son was Filipino. Right. Sure. Okay. I don't even know who he is. Okay. I don't think he really had a career after that. <laughs> okay. He had a great, beautiful voice. He did. Brandy Cinderella. Yep. Incredible. Her stepmom was Bernadette Peters. Right.
0: Right. Yes. Her, two, her two
1: stepsisters were, were <laughs> a skinny white girl <laughs> and a short, thick black woman. Incredible. And they all had incredible singing voices. And it did not matter. Whitney Houston was the fairy godmother. Thank God. And <laughs> that's that. Yo,
0: especially like- Jason Alexander ran around screaming. Oh, Right especially fantasy and sci-fi i'm like let's fuck it up you know And i yeah. mean like who cares who cares it doesn't about matter. Mom- yeah
1: race blind casting for like m- like moms and dads and siblings and blah blah ants and whatever it's yeah. like that shit is fun to me and Hell i love yeah. that
0: let's get more black elves i don't know you know it doesn't yeah matter. It doesn't, like it, weird stuff it,
1: uh, yeah exactly <laughs> you know exactly i think um, yeah i think that 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 can be more yeah weirdly enough on like tiktok recently um people have been like making like little gnomes and garden ornaments on like mm-hmm. pottery tiktok and shit mm-hmm. and people are like hey make a fucking black gnome please and she was like oh, fuck yeah hell yeah incredible. and then just like now people are making like lots of like poc gnomes <laughs> incredible It's like, <laughs> so weird I you love know it. it's like stupid shit where i'm mm-hmm. like wonderful <laughs> like, I right know. right Makeup, yeah, it's like make a black gnome with red hair. That's right. incredible, <laughs>
0: like, who cares? Yeah, Hill House does not tackle race in the slightest. And i like, yeah. that's it, fine. It shouldn't, it'd be weird if it did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And I will say like Bly Manor, it has a lot of great POC actors who- Wonderful. It's also not about race. They cool. just happen to be in this haunted ass house. We love that. And everyone's sad and everyone's dying, <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. great. Um, Hill House is really great. Uh it is very much about family
1: and mm-hmm.
0: grief mm-hmm. and I think people s- like to say it's about mental illness. I don't think so. I, I think that, it's more. Okay. I think it's about um I don't think so. I'll just leave it there. I don't think I don't think it is. I okay. think that's an easy explanation. Okay. Um definitely watch it. Uh you will cry. Oh, man. Um and you will be genuinely scared. I'm gonna <laughs> um,
1: cry. Oh, you're gonna cry when you watch I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Obviously. Oh, I mean, I mean, obviously of Yeah. Anyway, continue.
0: Um. Yeah, you'll cry. Um. You will. You're... I don't think you'll really laugh, but it's it's, it's like spooky. There's definitely yeah. moments of spooky. Also, watch the background of Hill House for mm-hmm. ghosts. There's ghosts fucking everywhere. <gasps> it's so scary. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, I love mm-hmm.
0: that shit. Yeah, definitely. Just like yeah if you watch watch it you'll just like see shit and you don't know if you really saw it this time i like paused it and It's like oh my god what the fuck is that <laughs> it was great um cool recommend it okay maybe i'll watch that today while the sun's still out definitely watch while the sun's out i cool. made the mistake of when i started my i'm gonna raywatch. watch my
1: renovation shows as soon as the sun goes down at 3 p.m do it
0: cool <laughs> especially i also suffer from sleep paralysis and yeah sleep paralysis Very is a big scary. part of hill house so Absolutely i watched not. the first Absolutely episode not. of my rewatch and, at night, and then i was like it's cool i didn't want to go to sleep anyway <laughs> <laughs> it's cool i'm just gonna stay up the entire <laughs> yeah. night it's fine <laughs> oh my god i don't I ask the light on i was like why did i do this to myself i forgot how scary terrible is. well well that's me that yep that's you yep that's me
1: um i'm also just like nice nice stuff i'm also watching great british baking show oh right it's coming out weekly on netflix it's really nice the new season is lovely all of the bakers are super strong so good um same with season two of great pottery throwdown it was Mm. like wow everybody's like a lot better of a Mm -hmm. potter it feels than the last season and they're like nicer to each other they're like all really good friends Aww. you know not gonna lie there was one guy on great potty throwdown in the first season that really bothered me and it was a white guy with dreads
0: Ooh, wow! Well, and yeah. he
1: <laughs> is there the whole time and i was like ah mm-hmm. i kept wanting him to go and then they were like no and they kept being like your hair it's so fun and i was like no it's <laughs> not it's appropriate <laughs> uh, <laughs> um he's <laughs> like so, yes i teach poultry at school and i have crazy hair like, it's <laughs> not crazy hair it's a protective style that you have that has nothing to do with you
0: and how do white people even do it i don't know it looks terrible <laughs> i mean if you watch it it doesn't look good on him i remember seeing a white mm-hmm. person with dreads when i was like a small small child yeah. and asking my dad i was like so i understand how dreadlocks work but their hair is slippery and he was like i don't know <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> yeah I,
1: was like, I think they have to huh. put like gunk in it or something interesting i don't know i don't know and like maybe he had curly hair but still right do you know mm. what i mean yeah no, it's just it's so like weird and okay. maybe he was maybe maybe he was mixed <laughs> maybe. but at the same time he wasn't because <laughs> in, <laughs> in a later episode they showed his parents and they're both snow white and they were both like yeah we don't even know what he does he doesn't even tell us and i was like ooh, so he's slippery and sneaky <laughs> and he has fucking white people dreads i don't like it um Great pottery, throw down, tackling race. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it just bothered me. It was distracting. I was like, this kid is fucking weird. Um, And he wears like waistcoats everywhere. I'm like, stop trying to make this your personality. Just get Mm -hmm. a personality instead. Yeah. You already have a cool hobby. Yeah. Like, fucking pottery. Just be a pottery guy.
0: You can have short hair. Take off your waistcoat, buzz, (laughs) and (laughs) do pottery.
1: Just throw on a flannel and everyone will be like oh my god what a cute guy grow like a beard. jesus christ
0: exactly Grow a nice oh a nice square socrates beard How's i don't that? think
1: i don't think he can
0: grow a beard ah, well.
1: well just fucking i don't know just use your pots that's our interested advice. in that's your our advice for this guy. Get a hobby <laughs> cut your hair <laughs> <laughs> um anyway yeah so those two shows are really nice Good. the great potter Throwdown season two uh, Great British Bake Off collection eight, I okay. believe, is what they're on. Mm-hmm. Lovely. The Japanese week didn't really tackle a lot of actual Japanese um, <laughs>
0: foods. Well, again, <laughs>
1: sure. tackling rice. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a lot of like Chinese bakes hmm. that were like vaguely. Japanese. <laughs> and, like, people were, like, yeah, I'm doing this, this, this filling. I know that it's, like, more Chinese. And it's, like, okay, so this is just so it's Asian not. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, very, like, oh. okay. Oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, they were, like, matcha. And a lot of people were, like, yeah, I hate matcha. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. And I was, like, all right, well, well shut the fuck up. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> and there are a lot of people who love it. Yeah. And that's the whole, like, point of this. you like, matcha. Matcha. <laughs> Why do they pronounce things like that? They hate it. Pasta. Pasta. No. It makes it sound eight times more spag gross. Spag <laughs> <laughs> That's spaghetti bolognese, yeah. by the way. They say spag bowl. Oh, God. They say, make spag bowl. <laughs> Can you make it with the pasta? <laughs> <laughs> Why
0: do you guys do that? I don't know. But I like feel like that? it makes it taste worse. <laughs> I couldn't agree like more. That.
1: Anyway, shall we?
0: Yeah. Let's
1: get into it. Internet junk drawer. drawer.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Cool. So um hi. (laughs) Welcome to the Internet Junk Drawer. Hi. And I am gonna tell you about that podcast that I teased. Yeah. Are you are you so happy that I remembered? Mm, I actually dear listener I didn't, yeah. (laughs) Because I almost didn't. Um and now I need to find it on the app. Did I subscribe? Is that's the question. Here's the thing. I I've tried to talk about this like once or twice and oh I think it's called Radio Rental. Okay. Yes. For some reason, that name really didn't stick in my head, and Maybe I kept no calling rental. it a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I was like VHS Radio. Because it's <laughs> sure. like, it's this whole thing. Um, so okay. it's called Radio Rental. Okay. And um, it's produced by Payne Lindsay, who is also like a host, and I don't know him, but apparently uh, he is like a person in okay. the podcast world okay. and so people know that person mm-hmm. um it is also hosted by rain wilson oh, cool. playing a character who is a radio rental store per, like employee oh okay or like gotcha. he's like running a radio rental store mm-hmm. Not, um i guess it's not radio rental it's like a vhs rental sure is the idea yeah and then it's radio because it's a podcast got it it's a little convoluted yeah <laughs> okay. but it's the podcast is basically like unsolved mysteries audio style Oh, fun. So, like, okay. listeners just write in about, like, the weirdest thing that's ever happened to them. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's, like, solved. You know what I mean? Of but course, it's, like, yeah. the weirdest things that's ever happened to them. They write in. They record it. They record it with, like, lots of spooky-dooky, like, sounds mm-hmm. over it. There's, like, three stories in mm-hmm. each episode, mm-hmm. roughly. So they're pretty short. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are, like... I don't know, interesting stories about like people's gut instinct mm-hmm. kicking in right at the right moment oh, and stuff. Huh. Um, There was one that I just listened to where it was like Eileen Warnos came in and asked for a ride. And my dad was like, usually he would toss me and he, this kid was a teenager. He's like, usually my dad would toss me the keys and be like, yeah, take them where they need to go or whatever. Cause a lot of people's like cars would break down mm-hmm. on the freeway. Right. And He was just like, no, for some reason. uh uh And he was like, and later it turns out it was Eileen fucking Hornos who's going to murder the shit out of me if Mm -hmm. if I got in that car with her. Um, Stuff like that, where it's like kind of cool answered stuff. And then other stuff is like, I don't know Mm -hmm. maybe if I had stayed there it would have been really bad but I had like this you know this guy kind of followed Uh me ended up following me to my car and I hadn't realized it but I did sense this weird danger and I just made myself leave at the right time and like if I hadn't gotten my car as quick something Mm -hmm. who knows like whatever it's just like random near misses as well as like unexplained kind of half ghosty stories Mm -hmm. one was like I woke up to blood like pouring down my walls and it turned out that they were living in an old house and like the bricks were like
0: oh whoa. disintegrating whoa. and Ugh. and
1: just like like melting yeah and like melting <laughs> oh, down god. the walls in this like red goop oh god can you imagine a 10 year old like waking up and being like ah! <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ you know what i mean no nope.
0: <laughs> jesus fuck nope. you know
1: um but Yeah, it's like stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so it's really, it's quite a fun podcast. And again, to listen to like during the day. Right, right.
0: That actually sounds dope. It's fine. Because
1: it's also really, it's quick stories. Right. You know, because some of the shit, it's like, yeah, it couldn't be a whole fucking Unsolved mystery episode. It's like a 10 minute story Mm -hmm. or whatever. But it's like, oh, that was spooky. Right, right. And it's like a lot in the way that they have them tell it and the little sounds and the fact that in between Rain Wilson is just like being a gross, grubby, like, VHS rental guy. Yeah. It's kind of funny and fun. It just gives you this whole kind of like dirty carpet, dusty okay. shelf
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. vibe
1: to the whole thing. No, I don't know. Sure. I just like I just really liked the whole vibe of it. It's called Radio Rental.
0: I am subscribing. Subscribe. Oh cool. Um, I like the I like the cover art. The cover art is cool too, it's right? Creepy. Wow. Yeah, cool. it's like light thriller right. stuff. Bizarre true stories told by those who lived them. Yeah. Fun. You okay. know? Um, well, I subscribed, so y'all should cool. too.
1: And I got, you know, I mean, I fucking got recommended this on like My Favorite Murder, which was like or, one of the biggest mm-hmm. fucking podcasts in the world. So it's like, this is maybe not news to anybody, but <laughs> news to I'm me. just saying I listened to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It scratched that itch in between watching... Mm-hmm. These like horror docs and mm-hmm. um, true crime stuff that I've been watching and unsolved mysteries and stuff.
0: were in. yeah, fun, cool. Um, well, I'm gonna talk about Spider Man. Um, Spider Man. So I saw it on your Instagram story. Wait, so is there a excited. new game? Yes, there's a new game. Yes, it's the, <laughs> the- <laughs> Miles Morales game. Okay, so. So, um, as you know, yes. my favorite game ever is, um, Marvel Spider-Man by Insomniac Games. Incredible. Um, I only just played it. So I got, I like won a PS4 at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, she won um, it
1: from Walmart. It, it was a wild it
0: was awesome. It was amazing. It's the only thing I've ever <laughs> won, and it's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, uh, bought the game, obviously, first thing, because I was like, oh, I've always wanted to play Spider-Man, and now I have time. <laughs> mm. So, um... I think i played through it already since March, maybe four or five times. I fucking love it. Oh my God, really? I, I don't it. think I knew that. I played it on easy first. Oh yeah. Because I was you like, tell I me want that. the story. And then I played it on medium and then I played it on hard and then I did new game plus. So <laughs> that's four. Um, well Wow. Well, but I just played through it again because the PS5 came out. I'm not going to get one. It's too expensive <laughs> and sure. too much. And you just got a PS4. I just got a PS4. I'm probably going to, I'll get it in like two years or something like that. When, yeah, whatever. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> they just came out. They actually teased it. I remember them teasing it like one of the weeks of the protests, which was great timing. Oh but they made a standalone. So Miles Morales, who yeah. is the other Spider-Man, mm-hmm. um, the Into the Spider Verse, uh, yeah. which was the Sony animated movie from a couple years ago, that was about Miles Morales, not Peter Parker, right? Um, but um, they uh, Miles Morales was a big character. In the first Spider Man game. Okay. And uh, he was sort of like a B story. You got to play as him a little bit, but he didn't have powers, so it wasn't that much fun. Um, God damn it. I know. But he gets his powers at one point. Tackling And it's all race. sort of tackling race. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider <laughs> Man, <Spider-Man>. Spider Verse, tackling race. <laughs> God. That's another one. They didn't like talk about race in the, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, guess what? It's Black Spider Man. Oh, cool. You know? Yeah, and then
1: exactly. that was it. He was like, oh, sick. Here you go. He lives in
0: Brooklyn. <laughs> he so. lives in
1: Brooklyn, so it's kinda weird that Peter Parker's not a POC anyway. Yeah. It really is.
0: Cool. I know. <laughs> um anyway. So Miles Miles was a big character. Uh he gets his powers in a sort of semi it it kind of branches off from the main story of the first game, that there is a radioactive spider that gets free and then it bites Miles. And then Miles gets his powers. And at the very Land end cool. of the First game, there's a great scene where Miles is helping Peter move into his new apartment. Yeah. And then he's like, actually, you know what? I don't tell anyone because we're tight. He's like a mentor figure, Peter. Okay. And to Miles. And Miles is like, listen, I don't know who to tell. And I'm kind of freaking out. Some weird shit's happening. And then he jumps and like sticks to the ceiling. And (laughs) Peter's like, yo, and sticks to the ceiling. He's like, same. They're both sticking to the ceiling. Best friends. It's so cute. Um. but, um, (laughs) But um so they teased during the protests it was just like this video of it was like spider-man and there was like electricity and then like the mask came off and it was miles and i remember everyone on twitter being like oh my god (laughs) and they were making it was such good timing (laughs) tackling race of course but um they made this whole standalone miles morales game because everyone loved his character from the first game oh my gosh and wow uh i started it last night i lost some sleep it was worth it um <laughs> i was so sleepy the last time i kept dying <laughs> i was like i'm falling asleep i'm yeah. actually falling asleep so far it's so good um the premise so far is yeah. that uh peter parker and mj have to like leave the country for a second not in like a sketchy way They're yeah just like they have to work yeah earn money and um <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> uh She's a reporter, he's a photographer, Mm -hmm. so they have to go cover a story overseas, and he's like, I'm going to be gone for a few weeks, and he's been training Miles to sort of take over, right? So for a minute, there's like two Spider-Man in the city, and then you're kind of learning, Well, and then Peter leaves, and now Miles is the only Spider-Man. So that's like the basic premise, and he's still trying to like get his, you know, shit together. Yeah. Um, In the last game, his dad died, so he's also dealing with that. Oh, no. Um, but it's so good, and they have so many great elements of from Spider Verse in it. Where it's like there's this thing that you can like a suit mod, where if you punch people, you can like see the little bubbles, like see the comic book sounds. Oh, cool. when you punch somebody it's like in through. It's so cool, and it's so beautiful. Like the graphics, are yeah, incredible. Oh my God, there's a mission highly recommended. It. It's called Looters. Um, if you have the game, find that mm-hmm. mission. It's a side mission of Teo's Bodega where you rescue a bodega cat. It's perfect. Oh, I love the, it. And then you put the cat in your backpack. Yes. And then you're swinging around Harlem with a cat in your backpack. That's and very I was like important. crying. It was so g- good. And then you can always go back to Teo's and pet the cat. That's wonderful. Isn't it great? Yes. God. And, the the is cat. and the cat's name is Spider Man. And the bodega <gasps> owner is so rude. And it's great. It's That's the best. amazing. It's so authentic. Oh, they have, he has this best friend, Yankee, who's kind of Ned okay. from the new marvel one okay, with sure. peter but mm-hmm. he's like the guy in the chair he like makes him an app he's like always in his ear oh cool um, like wade from kim Possible. exactly yeah. yeah it's just great. he's a great character um oh my god he speaks uh, the spider-man speaks spanish Miles Morales speaks it's just it's so great um it's just so good um i i haven't gotten much through it but i did play for like two hours last night. that's fun uh great good stuff good music you were rescuing a ba- bodega cat i had to rescue the bodega obviously cat. um it seems like it's going to be a good villain i think it's going to be prowler if you've seen spider-verse you already know mm-hmm. the whole twist spoiler alert don't oh so. just let people all right well if you've seen spider-verse you know prowler know. is yeah, already exactly. but if you haven't seen spider-verse go watch it oh my god go watch spider-verse it's a delight it is a delight and
1: you don't have to know anything about spider-man no going you don't. in they it's really fun
0: they literally run through so many iterations of and and
1: it just expands and expands and expands and it's really quite funny too it has a lot of big names in it oh my god yeah it really
0: does john mulaney john mulaney nick johnson it's like such a good beautiful nick johnson it's jake johnson
1: (laughs) it's jake johnson because he plays nick he plays nick in
0: in uh no
1: (laughs) he he plays nick in new girl another boomer moment lol (laughs) yeah that's always something my mom would do um anyway yeah That's really awesome. I'm very excited. Love that for you. Spider Man! Yeah, Spider Man! Don't <laughs> flip! The oh flip. my God! And we were we were having oh, a yeah. picnic last weekend, and we saw a guy dressed head to toe in Spider Man <laughs> on a skateboard, and he had a backpack on, and as he was gliding by, as we both turned around and waved, went Spider Man, and he, <laughs> he waved. waved back. Yay. And we were
0: in Queens; it was perfect. <laughs> it really was. We were in a park in Queens, and Spider Man went skateboarding by. I love we were when like, that Hi. happens in the city,
1: and like on his, like, full bodysuit, like, yeah. on his face, too. On mask. like Masked.
0: Had no idea yeah, who he was. No. It was just so funny. That's happened. I have seen a kid yeah. dressed as Spider-Man head to toe yeah. multiple occasions <laughs> in Queens. I've seen it's it fantastic. twice so
1: far. Word. But... <laughs> That's good. That's a good rate of Spider-Man writing.
0: sightings. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. Like you have to imagine in the Marvel world that they're like assholes, like us, being like, "Yo, I saw Spider-Man the other day." You know? And Spider-Man. And
1: then, of course, when we like told, because like we were meeting out with people, they were like, "Oh my god, did you tell him to do a flip?" And we were no. like, "God damn it, we no, shouldn't." But he was on a skateboard. How was he gonna do a he flip? Was, he couldn't do a How's
0: flip. How's he gonna do a flip He's on a skateboard? That's dangerous. I don't want to put him on the spot. He's yeah. busy saving the city. He's busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Spider Man, of course. Um, also found so Spider Cuz on TikTok. Highly recommended. Spider Cuz. Spider Cuz. It's just Spider Man and Tim's, <laughs> and he <laughs> goes around and, and he <laughs> gives people pizza. It's really cute. That's yeah, <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, amazing. So well, Talks about everything from true crime to why we like horror movies to <laughs> Spider Cuz. Yeah tackling race tackling race i think that's we the title of this it. episode we solved it all right well that was the episode where we solved racism so <laughs> so anyway. i don't know where to go from here mm. subscribe yeah <laughs> guess so
1: Write and review too like if you haven't left us some stars mm-hmm. and or a little note mm-hmm. about like what you like about the pod yeah. or what you don't like I, I don't, don't know keep that yourself yeah <laughs> We only went good vibes here. Um, I don't know, just the words good vibes. Like that would be yeah. great. If you could review us and rate us as that would be really fabulous. Please. It really helps yeah. us uh keep the momentum going. Not that we have a lot of momentum at the moment. You, you know, know, we're trying. We're yeah. trying. We're plugging through this pandemic in the middle of New York. It's hard. It seems like there's gonna be another lockdown looming. Yeah. Maybe that'll yeah. put us on a good schedule.
0: Honestly. I don't know.
1: Mm. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. But we're still around. We're still your friendly neighborhood podcasters. Oh hi. <laughs> you know? <we're> just, <laughs> she's crying. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> we are. But you know, we're just trying. We're we're just trying to sit down at the kitchen table and yell at each other on a regu- semi regular basis. Yeah. And sometimes it's harder than and other times it's not as hard. And sometimes you have to stay in the whole weekend because you might have been in contact with someone who had COVID. Mm-hmm. That's okay. (laughs) Just be safe. Everyone, be safe. Err on the side of caution. Yeah. Get tested. Mask up. Mm -hmm.
0: Cool. You can Um, follow us. Also follow us. Yeah, and follow us on social media because
1: you got nothing else to fucking do. It's true. So follow us at a ridiculous pod on Twitter and Instagram. We're much more active on Instagram.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Sorry. our Twitter feed. I feel like we kind of someone
1: tweeted at us and I was like, "Fuck! We never check this shit." (laughs) shit." Sorry, I feel like we avoid I just been Twitter invo- too. I've just been avoiding Twitter personally, yeah, as a personal um, self care act. Yeah, I definitely. So also if you want to get in Twitter. touch with us. Those- just fucking dm us on twitter comment on whatever yeah. fucking post about just about anything yeah we're more active on instagram a lot more um you can follow me on twitter and instagram at alex chan a-l-u-x-s-h-a-n and also on tiktok for just absolute silliness
0: nice yeah you can follow me at liviosa l-i-b-i-l-s-a-h on twitter and instagram yeah yeah cool see Bye. you back here
1: next time okay